In the meantime, we are carrying on a beloved tradition on the Michael and Us podcast. Uh, first instituted this time last year, I believe, because we didn't want to watch a movie. Because uh, movies take a long time to watch. When a franchise or a product or a podcast declines, you know, it becomes increasingly inward looking and, <laughs> and self-referential. Fortunately, we're, we're immune to such pernicious forces. That's right. And that's why this episode is the second annual Michael and Us Year in Review Extravaganza. We're taking a little time with you, the members of Michael and Us Nation, to look back on all the great content that we produced this year. Pat ourselves on the back a little, congratulate ourselves on a job well done, and for the second year in a row, hand out the Michael and Us Oscars. I think that's what we're going to call them. You know, we're going to give awards to some of the movies that we've talked about. And here's an actually non-ironic reason why I quite enjoy this exercise. If you do uh, two podcast episodes a week, which of course we only started doing in November of 2020, and it's really only been just over a year that we've been doing that. I won't say that you forget things, but I mean... Each episode becomes less consequential, I think it's fair to say. Well, you just don't remember every specific twist and turn, every kind of in-joke. You remember kind of big takeaways, you remember certain films, but you don't remember how certain themes or threads developed or when or where they were introduced. And so the new year is a time that I find myself feeling very reflective. It's a time where, out of habit, but I think also for for quite genuine reasons as well, a lot of us sort of look back on the previous 12 months and kind of take stock of everything. And and so I actually enjoy doing that uh, with this podcast because I feel like it's fun to remember uh, things from the past 12 months. It's also pretty instructive. I think it gives me a sense anyway that there's actually been a direction of travel to this show and that we are continuing to uh, evolve and expand the universe in ways that uh, don't feel completely ridiculous. And I feel like this year was no exception. Exception. So let's get to some of these awards. What up? It's Porky Pig. They call me P-Double. L-G step to me. He don't want no trouble. So next category. This is one that I really want to hear your answer for because there are so many candidates. It's a real race to the bottom. Worst movie. What's the worst movie we talked about according to you? Okay, so I'm going to give a joint answer on this. And before you tell me that's cheating, I'm going to explain my grounds for giving a joint answer. A shared ticket. A, a Gore Lieberman style ticket. Just two pieces of crap sharing a pedestal. And that's because I actually can't remember. I can't distinguish these movies, okay? I cannot tell them apart. If you can, I will be very impressed. Uh, But so we did two episodes uh, reasonably close together. I think they were just um, a few weeks apart. We had Alex Shepard on episode 216, Both Sides Now. Alex Shepard, a friend of the show uh, from the New Republic. He came on to discuss that episode. But then I don't know, a month or so earlier, we did a film called The Reunited States, uh, episode 211, (laughs) postpartisan struggle session. So The Reunited States uh, had this image of like hands joining, shaking, and then it said, uh, the tagline was, are you part of the solution? Uh, And then there's this movie, Stars and Strife, which we did, I don't know, five or six episodes later. And I cannot, for the life of me, remember what is distinct about these films. I remember that I re- I reviewed The Reunited States. I think it was for Jacobin. I reviewed one of them for Jacobin. I wrote about one of these movies. I wrote an essay about one of these movies, but I cannot for the life of me remember uh, what the difference is. They are both films about like overcoming our uh, divides and finding the sensible middle where most people are anyway and being an independent who breaks from the staid political duopoly by basically being like a Clinton-style Democrat. I mean, do you remember what the difference between these films were? Because I do not. Yeah, I'm sorry you've stumped me. I can't. 
they are the same movie in my head. I do remember that it was doing those two movies that for a little while made me think, I don't know how we're going to be able to keep doing this. You know? <laughs> how, how many times? Because because like, yes, there are these two movies, but then there are also so many other movies like them from before. And these are just two of the most acute examples of this tendency. How many times can this movie be made? How many times can we talk about it? I do remember that at least one of these two movies had this section where th- there was a whole montage of startups or like little incubators or groups of people who had created initiatives that were all about like having conversations and they were all the same group they were kind of like we're here in pittsburgh and we have a group called politalks where we get people from both sides of the aisle to sit down over coffee and cookies and have a, a bipartisan you know people said that we could never do it but we proved we proved the status quo wrong right it's like what if we got together to to solve problems for a change which is something that apparently no one has ever thought about which by the way you know Talking about all this, I mean, this this type of argument was just on my brain throughout the year because, you know, a few months after we did these two episodes, I wrote about Andrew Yang's new political party, which is basically just this idea, once again, as a political party, or, you know, a lot of people think he's just, he's really just trying to sell a book and that it's not serious. I know that it's not serious in the sense that it's not going to go anywhere. But this whole shtick of just repackaging like warmed over 1990s truisms from the Democratic Leadership Council or whatever as this kind of insurgent political wisdom, as this one simple trick you can do to heal the partisan divide. It's absolutely incredible.